Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Frolic, and I invite you to cozy up with me each week as I explore all aspects of the spiritual journey, spiritual biohacking, and expanding the mind beyond this reality. Remember that the collective awakening can start by planting one seed. So thanks for being such an amazing audience and sharing these shows with your family and friends. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode and find out what we're discovering today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Enlighten Up podcast. I'm so happy to be back here with you this week because we have one of our favorite returning guests, Mary Decina, who was the previous radio host of the show Cosmic Conditions, where she was the first psychic call-in show in the 80s in Tampa, Florida. She's been a mystic since she was five years old, and she is also born on Halloween. And so we love our little Scorpio astrologist coming back on the show. She's a natural clairvoyant, astrologer, herbalist, and holistic healer. Please welcome Mary back to the show. How are you doing today, girl? Thank you, Nicole, and your beautiful tribe of light. Thank you. Hello, audience. Hello, listeners. Thank you for your support to Nicole and everybody at Lighten Up that wishes to help bring light into some of the shadow work that's obviously not just going on with us personally, but going on evidently in the streets from hopefully chaos to compassion. Ooh, yeah, (laughs) there is so much going on. Um, Right before we hit the record button, everyone, Mary and I were just talking about how, um, I mean, I think, I think the skies have a lot to tell us of what's going on right now. I know for me personally, I just literally just did a raw and real video on my channel talking about some of the shadow work and the wounds that are surfacing within me to heal and being very called to do it in a very masterful way at the same time surrender. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've got a lot going on around us. We have the protests. We also have the riots um, and you know, very opposing energies, you know, you know, there are definitely people out there who are wanting to peacefully get their message across, but then it's being hijacked by, um, people who great term. Yeah. So what's going on in the sky to cause all this to happen, Mary? Well, it's truly for me, it's like, when you think about the ancient Magi, you know, considering how they literally sat in concert with our beloved earth mama, our Pachamama, you know, our Gaia, as they sat there in their fields, as they gathered in the Middle East and were watching comets and and the constellations swirl and turn without any, as far as I know, advanced technology that we have. Maybe they had assistance from the the starry beings and the myriads of universes. Certainly not going to claim to be an expert on that unless I had a past lifetime and I remember that could happen. But when I think about Magi and if it's true that they were literally so connected with the as above, so below, the the beloved lights and the heavens and them out there all the time in nature being true survivors, you know, out there with the sheep and the camels and the the winds of the sand and the deserts and and just core survival, you know, not so many techno distractions. They were very aware that comets, asteroids, eclipses, and the the actual writing down of the myths and the legends of the constellations that are in each one of the zodiacal spices and flavors. And that's the approach I believe is is easier for people when they endeavor to get into Western astrology is to try to blend the astronomical 
with the astrological intuitive aspect of it. When you look at what's actually going on in the signs, try to look at your 12 signs as, as your, your flavors, you know, try to look at them with their, with their texture and their color and their element. Try to look at them about what's actually the element that's being enhanced right now and what's the modality. So just to cut to the chase today, as we are coming together with you, we're in the waxing phase of a Sagittarius conjunct South node. That's fancy talk. I'll explain it in, in Sagittarius for this full moon, the, the last full moon of spring 2020. And then we go into a summer solstice solar eclipse, which opens up the cardinal sign of cancer right at the solstice. And it will be at zero point, which is a powerful, powerful marker exclamation point in astrology whenever anything is at the Antarctic degree of 29 degrees or zero degrees to me same thing it's like oh hello so that's going to open up summer and then we have a July 4th 5th waxing moon in the sign of Capricorn so the last time because the lunar nodes and the eclipse cycles run in a 19-year orbit so the last time that we had a tie-in to the solar eclipse actually occurring on the solstice point was June the 21st, 2001. So see how easy that was? Just subtract 19 from 2020, and it takes you right to 2001. So this Gemini Sag nodal pattern, the north node, the dragon's head in Gemini now, retrograding and the south node in its polarity, Sagittarius, we're moving into more of the fire, air, elements these are yang these are masculine so masculine issues authoritarian power powers that be controls covert agendas you know what's what's right and what's too much might is what opened up with the capricorn stellium that took place the epic historical hadn't happened since 746 some years that everybody was talking about that knows just a tush about astrology back on January the 12th. Well, we also had eclipses in January. It's our J months right now. So we are this, these series of eclipses, especially the Cancer Capricorn one, tie back to the eclipses that were right swirling around with all those, that Capricorn caravan that was going on in mid-January because on December 28th, and that's what you do with astrology, you, it's an orbit. So you go back in time to look at your references and then you start to see in your own personal nativity in your own star map you're able to navigate as a captain of your stars easier if you go back to what's been triggered what are my themes when i'm working with my clients i'm looking at the houses that are being here's the key word illuminated lit up and where with eclipses is there a shadow coming in on that light of that natural new moon or that natural full moon. So when we go back to the January reference on January the 10th, literally two days into that January 11th, 12th, 13th Capricorn stellium of all those planets in Capricorn that hadn't happened for over 700 years, we had a 20 degree Cancerian, which rules is also called moon child because it is the sign the moon loves and the most powerful in we opened up 2020 with that opposition to all that Capricorn mm. over January 9th, 10th, 11th. That bloomed. Then we had the new moon that happened in Aquarius on January the 24th. So this lunar eclipse 
of the Venus kissing the face of the sun on June 3rd, going right on into this 15-degree Sagittarius lunar eclipse lighting up the south node, is forcing us to reset, recalibrate our protocols of what has been our anchor. So when we think about navigating our stars, we're a captain now and we're entering on into some disturbed waters. You know, we had the Corona deal, the COVID-19 that started being talked about at the new moon eclipse of December of 2019, hence the 19. So then we came into the quarantini, you know, which 40 days and 40 nights, which is a Venus cycle. And then we just dealt with all that epic historical as far as i know my parents and my grandparents never had the whole globe shut down because of a of a wild as they called it in the media invisible enemy going all over the world so then we had all that fear porn and we had tidal waves and tsunamis of different states and different countries and all these numbers and anybody that turned on any kind of internet or technology was just constantly bombarded with to mask or not to mask and i just found it interesting as a mystic that the part that was being covered up was part of our airy senses of smell, which also ties in a bit with Taurus in the neck, and then our faces. So it's literally like we had to mask our facial expression of a smile or a frown. It's like, nope, here comes the curtain. Draw the curtain. Nope, make sure you cover how you're breathing and make you don't breathe it in and make sure you cover it. So it was almost like in the ancient times of the women having to wear the covering. It's like just their eyes show, you know, like even the harem dancers you know they have the see-through veils when they're doing their beautiful belly dancing but they still have that attached with the jewels and the beauty it's see-through but it's still a mask over the nostrils and the mouth so it was interesting to me like this whole symbolic thing of the way back ancient past you know it was like you couldn't ignore the fact that was even though they kept talking about china and kept talking about wuhan i'm like yeah but i keep seeing this middle eastern thing it's like we're maybe we're doing american style mask and n95 and homemade mask and all these fabrics and right there with you mary i thought the exact same thing and i just felt like we were being taken back to a time where where women were having were forced to cover up well one their beauty but cover up their mouth cover up their ability to smell and to smell is like to sniff out what shouldn't be there what should be there absolutely Absolutely. So it's like, let's look at another word. If you're covering up your nose or your mouth and you're of the yen feminine uh, uh, persuasion biologically, then also what was being said was she then becomes, she to certain factions, she becomes owned and also a mystery. You know, I don't get to see her lips. I don't get to see her frown or now you maybe if she did an eye roll, you could see it. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, or like, you know, disgust with the eyes. But, you know, we've always also heard the eyes are the window to the soul. Mm-hmm. And so it's like there's been this, like it or not, this intense, with the mask, intense focus on the eyes. And to me, I always look at the pronunciation of phonetic uh, dance and synchronicity of the I am and we had all this attention on the eyes. You know, the eyes have it, the windows of the soul. So if you say E-Y-E or you pronounce E-Y-E or the capital letter I, you know, you have this. It was like everything was focused on the what do you see inside that person's eyes? What expression? So it was forcing us to all get a little more telepathic and intuitive with what we were sensing. And grocery store shopping and hoarding and all of that with the Corona Rona became a whole nother uh, divisive 
type of experience with arrows and stay six feet apart. And I was saying to anybody, anybody that brought up anything, I'm like, look, don't use the word social distancing with me. It's a contradiction in terms. If you want to say physical distancing, that matches my intelligence. But social distancing doesn't go together. Social is friendly and, and happy gatherings. We're going to a social. It's going to be a social event. And distancing just doesn't go with that. So just call it what it is. Stay away from me. Physical yeah, distancing. Yeah. Stay away from Yeah. Like, let's just get set your boundary. Yeah, set your boundaries. So, and then I started seeing a lot of, even in, in the small, pretty little Smoky Mountains town here, like one grocery store, one big box store, that people started trying to be the little Gestapo agents, you know, in the store. Did you see that arrow? Do you know if you're not going the right way? You know, and you can't buy that. That's not essential. And, you know, of course, you can only imagine a Scorpio when someone says that to her. It's like, you need to move away from me now. Wait, 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 wait. Did someone actually tell you to follow the arrows when you weren't? Well, what happened was, you know, stores had never implemented that. So the big box store here, had it's funny, had just, hey, my Scorpio Aquarius rose up very quickly. I'm just staring at the grain-free dog biscuits because during that time, as any of you listening know, going to a store, finding what you want, nothing about it was pleasurable. You just wanted to get in and get out because there was all this, this odd, it was an anomalous time to even find your wipes or your alcohol or, or food or whatever, you know, and then there was limits on things. We went through this real Capricornian authoritarian of like, I said one thing of toilet paper and no, there's no paper towels here and you can only buy one package of meat. And it was like, I just, you know, I'm not a hoarder. I'm just going to go in and get what I need. And when I can, I'll prep things that other people aren't rushing the lines for. So I'm just standing there just wanting to get, went with a friend. She's a Taurus. And she goes, should we use the same buggy? I said, no, God, no. See that blue social distancing crap with that? No, you get a buggy. I'll get a buggy. We at least will be patriots and comply with, so we don't put pressure on management. That's really why I'm doing that. So I'm just staying. So she went off somewhere. The Taurus went off somewhere. So I'm just standing there looking at the dog biscuits thinking, where are the lamb grain free and the pumpkin dog biscuits for my dog? Cause I'm out and I hear this voice <laughs> and I hear this voice and I'm just looking at the biscuits, Nicole, minding my own business not wanting to be social with anybody in and out. And I hear this, did you not see that arrow? And I, my first thought was surely to God, you're not going to engage me. I'm, I'm just going to ignore this. Surely to God, you're not talking to me. Of course it, that energy, that invasive little infectious energy had to want to make its point to be right. And they had literally just put up these little tiny one inch arrows because they hadn't got in the equipment yet to say, do not enter. You know, they had, the, they had these red squares now that say, do not enter or wrong way. And the others are green that say, enter here, you know, that kind of stuff. So there was a tiny little like taped red arrow. It was under my buggy because I never saw it. And so I turned around and I looked at the all masked up. Here's this bitty all masked up and everything. And she's just standing like she's some kind of, you know, military guard. And I, and I looked at her <laughs> and I had my hand firmly on the buggy, you know, like handlebar type of thing. And I said, you need to move away from me now and I saw like and my friends just like blurted out laughing I saw her like her whole body tense up and I you know of course of course everything in the big box stores you're on camera it's recorded but I know all the management and everything and I said I said you and I kind of snapped the buggy forward you need to move away from me now so she kind of like backed up and went on because I didn't even know what she's talking about I didn't even know there was an arrow there so anyway so this I hear this big booming voice behind me uh, air quotes, also entering the wrong way, unbeknownst to he and his wife. And I hear this guy go in overalls, 
I love you. <laughs> I looked at this big, tall mountain man, and his wife's just laughing at two beautiful little preteen girls, and they're just giggling. And I said, oh, girls, um, if I seem to have set a bad example for you, I apologize to you and your parents. I said, I was just exerting my my independence because I'm a real easy person to figure out. I don't start it, but oh boy, can I finish it? And he looked at his wife and he goes, I love her. Don't you? She just handled her business just like that. And his wife said, let somebody say something to me and my kids. And I'm like, I don't even know what the woman's talking about. Not that I should care. And I'm like, oh, look, the tiny arrow underneath my buggy. And I'm like, watch how this gets fixed. And I just turned my buggy around facing the other way. And I'm like, good God of all the things going on in the world. For some, did you not see that arrow? And I thought, and the guy started laughing. So here comes my Taurus friend because she heard me. And she's like, I know I missed something really good. I know I missed something really good. And he said, oh, she handled it. She handled it. She told that bitty what for and then some. He said, it's great. And I'm deliberately going to walk the wrong way now. Just It was so funny. Just like that. And so when my Taurus friend got close to me, I said, can I share with you something that's really funny that most psychics and mystics never talk about because they always got to look all fancy pants on YouTube and Instagram and all that. But let me just tell you what a psychic for a long time gets to enjoy every once in a while when they know they're not in the wrong. And she goes, like, you can just see the Taurus face, you know, like a beautiful little cow. You're like, tell me, tell me. And I said, I made that woman pass gas. I said, I could see it psychically. I said, all that spew that she tried to be with her authority. To me, I said it shot out right out the back, and I want to tell you, I enjoyed it. Oh, Mary, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and I said, I said, she, I said, when I raised my voice, the first time I said it quiet, which to me has more power, you know. But then when I when I raised my voice, oh, hoping, oh, hoping that Walmart camera watchers, you know, authority managers would come over because I know them all. It's that small of a town, Nicole. It's that small of a town. I bring them pies at oh. Thanksgiving, you know, and it's like, yeah, record me. Go ahead, record me because anything I'm saying on camera, I'm good with in court. I'll take it all the way. No problem. But I said, I just, I thoroughly enjoyed watching her. I, just, I said, I could see the psychic like that. I said, so I, you know, I made her tense up her butt cheeks and I'm good because she was being an ass. And I said, so it was perfect. I said to my guide, thank you. You know, so, and, and so my Taurus friend was like, yeah, her stink came out the other way. And I said, works for me. Helped her cleanse it. Works for me. So this whole, my favorite meme now that I'm seeing on Instagram and social media is that famous picture of the character Tom Hanks played, Forrest Gump, and he's sitting on a bench when all these riots and burning and everything started at the end of May this month, you know, and, and, and I absolutely want to do the disclaimer of no, I do not agree. So don't start liberals. I do not agree with anyone having violence, vitriol, and brutality and their rights taken from them. Any, any side, any color, any sex, any of that. So don't start with me. But when, when all of this started, it, so it shows this picture, this meme shows this picture of like that, that lost horizon look that Tom Hanks played so well with Forrest Gump. And it says, and just like that, the Rona was gone. I know. <laughs> it's I know, so it's funny. Amazing. So, oh, so we went just... from, we went from I, all, any astrologer worth their salt knew Back in October, we were all studying. I mean, I go six months ahead. We're all studying this, whoa, this epic Capricorn. Capricorn is authority. It's materialism. It's the foundation of things. It's ruled by Saturn. In the tarot, it's the devil materialism card, whether you're doing traditional tarot or the oracle. So it's people that are really owned, like they get too uh, leashed. That's why in the regular tarot card, the devil's got a, a male and a female that looks similar in the Rider-Waite deck to the lover's card, but they're leashed. 
and they're chained. They're chained at the ankle and the, and the demonic figure behind them is like, you know, I have rule over them. I seduced them. I tempt them. I tempted them and I captured them. They're captured by their temptations. They're, they're captured by the fractures and the dark force got in and they're temporarily, I always like to say temporarily, they're infected. They got obsessed or possessed and the material world has got them chained. They're blinded. They were blindsided and they got trapped there and then their web of deception and delusion until they get out of it. And yes, that's a part of the Capricorn Saturnian energy, both in the tarot and also in astrology. But I do always like to use the word, the material world, when I'm dealing with the number 15 card of the devil. So we had that oracle aspect and the whole Saturnian thing because of Saturn ruling Capricorn. And when you study Western astrology, Saturn drops down the gauntlet. You know, it's the judge. It's the principal in school. It's how you can get expelled. It's, it's the authorities. It's the government. It's the dictators. It's, it's anybody trying to do a power grab. So here we have this lineup and any astrologer I knew that's been in it for 30 plus years like me or 40 years or whatever, it's like, oh Lord, something big this way comes to do with people trying to grab power, take power. So during the corona, we had kings and queens and governments and, and all that say, go to your room and stay there. And you only go this way and you only buy this much. And then we have this roaring event that happened Monday a, a little over a week ago with George Floyd. And so everything, the people didn't give it down. They just came out. That was it. It was just like they're rioting and they're roaring forth. And once again, though, there's a blind side. They're so blindsided by their own fractures, their own shadows, chaining them that they think it's okay to go destroy. If your anger is that someone innocent was killed, then why are you going out and attacking other innocents? And I'm saddened to see that if you want to make it a racial thing, that someone shot and killed that retired black police officer, and it's not a big, it's not as big of news. The rioters did, the looters did, whoever, and, and it's all on. And they they put it on Instagram and they filmed it as he was taking his last breath. And to them, whoever they are, that's okay, even though he's the same, you know, kitten color, you know, because I look at skin color like different colors of cats or different breeds of dogs i mean skin is skin we're all earth citizens so i think oh that's a cute black cat oh i like that orange cat so that's really how i look at it so i don't distinct it with race or ethnicity but two wrongs don't make a right as we say in the mountains here mm -hmm. and looting and stealing is the demonic devil aspect of this capricorn energy Oh, and yeah. so that's what that's what roared up as the shadow side. First, we had the shadow side of the government lying about the weaponized virus, lying about the numbers and lying about to mask or not to mask and people getting all, you know, befuddled about that deal. And then people finally just going, you know what, I'm done with this game. I'm done with this game. But they distracted us with all of that through like, oh, my God. You know, from the, end, the beginning of January, it started to roar up, and that all the way went all the way into, like, April, and certain states started opening up. So we started to see, like, Neptune and Mars and Pisces and people, like, you know, dealing with their shadows and getting out in nature more and really realizing that there's no place like home. And Mother Earth was basically saying, if you don't think I can't shake you off my little blue-green orb, if you think I can't put you all back in your little, put you in timeout and clean my planet and let you look at, you better stop being complacent about this beautiful blue green jewel that we live on for this arc, you know, this incarnation. I'll send you an invisible wave. I'll scare you. 
So we got pushed back. Mother Nature started to cleanse, and we saw the positive stories of the dolphins can returning. I, can I just say to, something real quick here? Sure, sure. Like, did it ever come across your mind? Because it certainly came across my mind when I saw all these fires and burning buildings, and I'm like, where's all the climate change activists now? What's the carbon footprint of your activism? You know, like. Of course. Did the fires in Australia and all those animals and people that just recently before the Corona Rona, yeah. you know, before the Corbett thing, there were those horrific fires in Australia and everybody was unified and joined. Oh, this is awful. And everybody from all over the countries were trying to help save the ruse and everything. And then all of a sudden you think it's okay to set fires? Really? And no, I never understood that's that. The, that's the whole thing. I'm like, don't tell me you care for the environment. No, no. You only no. care for the environment when it's convenient to your cause. That's exactly right. And, and listen, the, this whole COVID thing, the, the COVID-19 and the, and the Corona Rona, as I call it, because it's like a roller coaster ride. So I call it my Corona. So like the old song in the 80s, 90s, and it's like my Sharona, Corona, whatever it was. And to me, it was like you really found out the core intentions and motivations of people. There were the greedy, I don't care about you. I just care about me pictures from Costco and Sam's Club and the store where they're buying all the toilet paper and they're buying out everything you know, because they were greedy. And the fear drove them into greed and fear drove them into hoarding. And they didn't care about it. Showed those pictures of the elderly people or the people with children going, oh, my God, I can only get here a certain time. There's no toilet paper for my children. There's no. Yes, yeah. Then you saw the Good Samaritans actually shopping for the elderly, bringing toilet paper and food to them. And I thought, good, good. I'm starting to see a little balance. So this full moon, let's zoom it up now. Yeah. So Venus is doing her thing. She's retrograde in Gemini, and G Venus is doing her shift, you know, her 40-day, 40-night, you know, that's what quarantine means, 40 days and 40 nights, and it's in all kinds of storybooks and fairy tales and legends and, you know, the Arabian Nights is 40 days and 40 nights with Jesus and Buddha and everything. The 40 days and 40 nights comes up a lot when you look at myth and legend and, and spiritual teachings. So she's left the Western sky with her synodic cycle, and, and on June 3rd, she's Kazemi, which means she literally goes from the western sky as the eastern, as the evening star, she goes and disappears for a while. On June 3rd, she's actually crossing the face of the sun, which is what Kazemi is. So we hear, even though she's retrograde, she's right there kissing and meeting up with the greatest star in our Milky Way galaxy. So she's with the, the Venus is still a positive planet, even though she's retrograde. So to your point about doing really personal, raw and real shadow work, mm -hmm. the sun is the great illumination. It is the starry spotlight. And here's Venus. Venus and Jupiter are sweet spot celestial influences, even if they're retrograde, okay, like they are right now. So she's still bold enough. The beautiful feminine is still bold enough to go to the great star of the sun and say, I'm retrograde. I've got some fractures I need light on. Oh. I'm still bold enough to come to you. I'm still bold enough to come oh. to you, my beautiful galactic portal star, Father, Son. I'm coming to you, and then I'm going to become a morning star. But can we meet? Can I ask for the mercy and the grace and the light rays of illuminating glory to be able to finally seal these cracks because I don't want to leak from my aura and I don't want to leak from anger or the two core needs of everybody fears rejection and everybody needs acceptance. Beloved son, great 
Sun King of the Milky Way Galactic Center, I ask you to shine light on me and I will surrender. Speaking to your term of surrender. So that's June 3rd into. Then we have another fire influence because the sun rules Leo. Then we have the other fire influence of the, the tarot card temperance, which is also a fancy word for balance. And here we have on the card of temperance, Archangel Michael. And Michael and Uriel were the ones that went out and actually met with the good old demonic energy when their temptation was going on. And so Michael raises the sword. And that's why in a lot of Coptic and, and um, Catholic teachings, you know, when we deal with Archangel Michael, Archangel Michael is a Sagittarius angel on the temperance card and brings balance of the as above, so shall it be below. So that's why the angel dips one foot in the water and there's the rainbow around temperance because it's the bow, it's the covenant that the world will not be destroyed by fire. So here we have this bridge, this arching bridge of this eclipse. Sagittarius is naturally ruled by Jupiter. Even though Jupiter's retrograde right now in Capricorn, this is still a Jupiterian ruled lunar eclipse. So the perfect thing we can do in the month of June is we roar forth to the great portal vortex of light, which happens at Lithia, solar eclipse, June, summer solstice. You know, it's like, oh, my God, you know, it's summer solstice. So it's the longest day of light. And we haven't had an eclipse on the summer solstice in the northern hemisphere since June 21st, 19 years ago, 2001. So here we have a once in 19 year Opportunity. So when we look at our karmic fractures and our recalibrations, there are such beautiful divine source downloads and virus uh, extractions going on as we go between June 5th into summer solstice here in the Americas, here oh, in the Northern Hemisphere. Oh, okay, hold on. Hold, 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 hold on, hold on. Because this was coming in before and now it's coming up again. So when I think back... So 19, okay, so it's 2001, but it kind of, it's really close in that sense of, well, I guess 2001, we had 9-11, you know? 9-11, um, absolutely. Also, just the year before that, we had the Y2K, like, crisis of, like, Oh, sure, oh, 1999 into 2000, yeah. yeah. It's still a part of this cycle, yeah. It's still, yeah, yeah. because, see, the, the nodes go backwards. The nodes go backwards. So when we had the great Northern American eclipse, in 2017, the nodes were at Leo Aquarius. Then they shifted into Cancer Capricorn until we started shifting out of that in March of this year to the Gemini Sagittarius pattern because nodes sign-wise go backwards. So that's why I'm bringing up 2001 into 2003 yes, because... Isn't it interesting? I don't mean to interrupt you, but You're this not. idea that we have this physical, biological virus okay coming through right now and it's creating all this false pandemic for no reason because we now have the data that proves that but i called it a pandemic from the beginning yeah when we go back to y2k it was all about perhaps yep. a virus infecting our internet and shut down the it's group. the same it's the same we it's are biochemical what we right we're by yeah again it was a big roar up about oh my god go i remember art bell talking about and everything oh go get supplies and do this and do that and all the prepper companies were just roaring in the money because it was fear porn again and the big thing they kept saying because everybody was kind of new to getting the big box computers you know from 92 93 which is another cycle that's got to do with jupiter and saturn 
So, but what happened was this violence cycle ties back to 1961-62, and it goes back to the Rodney King things of 92 and 93 with other planets involved. But this one that we're talking about, exactly, the Y2K thing happened, and then it was like a big brouhaha. People went and stored this and moved out of cities and did all of this. And then now we have this saying, the pandemic, pandemic is showing you, it, the positive side of it is it's showing us who we can trust, who's got our six, who truly is not a betrayer in times of, of stress or, you know, me first, screw you type of a stuff. It's really tightened up our tribe. It's tightened up our tribe. And full moon lunar eclipses like we have on over this June 4th, 5th, and then again on July 4th and 5th in Capricorn, what's happening is they represent what needs to end What's, what has served its time as a relationship, a particular job, a location, a modality or a protocol that you've always prioritized, the, the corona-rona and, and, this, and this violence, mayhem, anarchy, and, and just absolute crazy chaos in the streets and people just absolutely going like wild animals. You know, what's happening with that is that it's, it's beginning to make us look deeper. First, we had to back up and go to our rooms and hunker down. And now we're looking at we're looking at what we're going to do and what we're not going to do as far as our priorities. So this has shown us who who and where and what we need to back up from totally in our life as far as who have we been given priority in our social world, who have we seen would not have our back, would not have our six, you know, and who have we seen that gets totally violent in, in verbiage and attitude and everything and just absolutely look like, like dazed animals out in the woods, you know, that have rabies or something, you know, they don't listen to anything. They're just absolutely, they're so, they're not going down and doing the research. They don't care. They're just so, they have this madness of the moment. And that's why I'm talking about the devil card in the tarot and the fact that they've been hypnotized and they've been, programmed back to your computer terms mm. there are hard drives there are programs there's malware mm -hmm. there's viruses and there's this big push by a lot of the elitist to get less human less soul less feelings less touch and go more into ai mm -hmm. and so this whole thing about no stay away don't have any physical contact they're training people to not enjoy the fact that you can fall in love and get anybody can hook up. You can do anything and buy anything and go do anything that you want to out there with robots. Now there's sex robots now. And, you know, people hook up and there's absolutely, they're all afraid of their emotions are shut mm -hmm. down and they don't know how to deal with that. They absolutely have lost their training psychologically on how to set boundaries and how to get out of toxic situations. And they just stay stuck. And I see that in the devil card, the materialism card is the earth materialism temptations and the earth, the shadow side of sexuality has roared up to take more power, more than the beauty of romance or intimacy or love. So, you know, things, the pendulum swings, Nicole. Oh, yeah. So it's swinging back. It's going to swing back again to people go, no, this is a rich, rare friend of mine. This person has proven their worth in my life. So, yes, I'm going to pledge loyalty to that. And I care about that. And I care about that man or that woman because there's a feeling and there's something I have with them that is worth staying power. They don't mistreat me. I don't mistreat them. We've all been mis mistreated. We've all sat there in a very toxic situation, hoping the family member 
Cancer Capricorn, will accept us, not abuse us, not reject us, not, not you know, be narcissist or, or you know, favor the one uh, family member. And we hope and we hope and we stay and we stay. And these are the moons in this new century. These are the moons that are saying, cut the psychic knots and get over the emotional cords. You're knotted up. It's a twisted situation. Get free. Get free. So it's like this is you know, as wild as it looks out there. I mean, I look at the external chaos as I sit in the peaceful mountains, because I'm a smart girl, you know, I look at, I look at the chaos in the big cities and I'm just like, do you not see that they're running you around like stampeding bulls or sheep that are terrified in the field because they're going to cattle prod them or they're going to round them up. You know, it's, it, you, you know, you don't think clear and you can't feel your way through when you're following the crowd. So they're programming they haven't hit the recycle bin. They've gotten new viruses that have gotten into their hard drive, mm-hmm. and they need to unplug, restart, redo their factory settings. You know, so these full moons, this full moon also, Nicole, to a, in a mystical sense, we have three ascended master full moons in a row every year. There's the Christos, uh, the, the Christ consciousness, the, the, the master of forgiveness and mercy and compassion and healing of the, of the Christ uh, consciousness and the master Christ that happens near Easter Passover every year, always, even though the date changes, always when the moon is full in Libra. Then we have the Visak, Wesak, Buddha moon, where East, you know, the Eastern philosophies of let go of attachments, do not be attached, accept the what is, move from there. So we have the Buddha moon that takes place when the moon is full in Scorpio, usually in the month of May, but always in the sign of Taurus, in the solar cycle of Taurus, this one is where East meets West. This full moon is the final in the trilogy of the Ascended Masters moons. And this one in Sagittarius is where the Christ and the Buddha and and all of the great master teachers, whether it's Zoroaster or whether it's, you know, Hindi or, or uh, Sufism or whatever it is, Anything that's ever achieved enlightenment or masterhood or or the compassion for the various universal galactic systems all come to our earth mama and beam light at the festival of goodwill. That's and it's always the Sagittarian moon. Mm. So that's this one, both the yin and the yang and the, and the uh, male uh, uh, spiritual teachers and the female icons, all the ones that fought. For the people, we the people, and fought for our consciousness to raise, that's this full moon, let alone that it's also a lunar eclipse. So Jupiter rules this eclipse. Now here's, here's the caveat. So listen to the mutable stuff. The mutable signs are about change, looking at a different direction, looking at it from a different perspective. So it can be deception or it can be a new perception. So the key word for the light is perception. Mm-hmm. What, so it's talking to us about the divine is saying, do you even know what you believe anymore? And are you casting your power outside yourself? You are the captain of this incarnation, you and how you plug into your divine source. So what do you know to be your truth from your heart and your soul that would navigate you safely through any external turmoil. That is the work of this eclipse, that right there. So where people say, I'm happy to be Catholic. I'm happy to be Buddhist. I'm happy to meditate. Go do it. 
stop being distracted by the external lure. It's that chain. It's that leash that's trying to keep you so distracted by external events that you're not doing your spiritual work. You're not walking in nature. You're not just sitting down and feeling the breeze on your decks and your swings and in your rocking chairs. This is the time that we have to push that back and come into what gives you personal sovereignty and what feels good to you and what builds your light in your inner earth temple. That's what this is. And the people that are lazy, the people that are, you know, air quotes, ADD, and they don't take the time and they don't do the 10, 15 minutes of meditation or the Reiki or the yoga or whatever. I said, I'm so sorry for you. You're a victim of your own circumstances. You, you are in your own way. You know, I, there's times in life that we have to prioritize our external business, our external marriage, our external children. Such is not the time right now. The external is cray cray out there right now and so the bigger yeah and the bigger message is your light source your divine archangels your guides are saying you are the temple of the living god what priority are you giving that and if you find that in nature get there if you find that in the mountains go there if you find that with a youtube meditation or a past life regression we're living in times where you can click on youtube or you can click on the internet and you can actually have one of your favorite authors or lecturers right from your home those of you still in quarantine and you can play it you can go to sleep with it and it will quench your soul and your subconscious thirst we are parched right now spiritually we are parched i agree i've been having to really like make myself take my meditation time and just listen yep. sometimes for hours to high frequency music that calms absolutely me out of but but that's literally more powerful like let's say back in the 80s that's as powerful as someone that had a sports injury that has to go see the orthopedic and get the mri or get the ultrasound and find out okay you're good you don't have to get rotator cuff surgery or whatever you're good i can see that you're going to be able to heal this on your own but yet we went to that expert, we went to that specialist, or we had that surgery, and then we still had to come home and do physical therapy or whatever and heal. So now the force is like, all right, you little light workers, I'm not fracturing your physical bones, and I'm not making you have to go out there to the doctor or have the roaring infection, but there are psychic infections right now. So can you learn physician heal thyself or not? Mm. So I say to those light works, you guys have studied this and took this class and this seminar and you got your little YouTube channels and you're doing readings and all that. How are you self taking care of your own spirit? What are you, you're out there wanting to give readings to other people, but how are you doing? Yeah. You know, it starts with you. Are so, you, are you, are you taking your own medicine? And that's what these three eclipses in a row are going to show us. Here's okay. the thing. It's mirror magic. It's oh. mirror magic, Nicole. That, that, that is 100% true, 100% true. So what's coming in with the solar eclipse? And is it on the 21st, like on the first day? of? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be at zero degrees of cancer. And this eclipse right now is featuring those signs that are listening to this in your archive. Because listen, just because it happens on the 5th, and then we'll jump to the two quickly. Just because this happens between Venus kissing the sun on the third and then June 5th, the mistake people make in astrology, and I know you know better, but the mistake they make when they're novice is they think, okay, that eclipse is gone now. Oh, 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 hell no. This eclipse opens up another arched bridge that takes us six months ahead. Yeah. Six months ahead to the Gemini Mm -hmm. full moon. So make your notes as you're listening to Nicole's 
you know, tribal broadcast here of Enlighten Up. So this eclipse of June 5th forms a bridge all the way to the Gemini full moon that's going to happen in autumn of this year. And that one's going to be November 30th. So this right here, what we're setting our intentions for, what we're clearing up and clearing out and all the beautiful work you're doing to face your fears, release your angers, you know, uh, really pay attention to creative intentions that you have. It's going to be bear fruit as we come in to that late November full moon. So this one is linked to that. And I'll say one more thing about this. The mutable signs. The reason there's like riots in the street in America, I'm calling it America's anarchy, is that America's chart, the most commonly used chart for our July 4th solar chart of the United States is a 15 degree ascendant of Sagittarius. It's exactly where this full moon is. And the mayhem that was building started, no, 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 not just when it happened to the to the, the, the innocent man that was killed by the officer, new moons, the new moon was May 22nd. The incident and the riots that roared up very quickly were around the 28th. But the new moon of Gemini launched the mutable Venus's retrograde in Gemini, and the nodes went into Gemini Sag, and we got a full moon opposing it, and we got Mars and Neptune in Pisces. That's mutable water, and it's fighting with all of it. So all these Mutable signs are clashing with each other right now. So if you're a Gemini or you have a Gemini moon or rising, if you're a Sagittarius or you have that sun or especially rising sign or a Pisces or a Virgo, starting May 22nd out of all 12 signs, you four guys, mutable water Pisces, mutable earth Virgo, mutable air Gemini and mutable fire Sagittarius, it is on for you until the summer solstice. So you all and, and for all... For all the rest of us, where are those signs in our chart? Where's Gemini Sag? Where's that axis? Because those houses are linked. And where's our Virgo Pisces axis? Because that's what's fighting with with, uh, Mars right now. He's our impetus. He's our fuel in the engine. And so that's why people are just absolutely chaotic with the feels. They're absolutely crazy with their moods and their emotions. That makes a lot of sense. You're right. Yeah, so that's what's going in your own chart. So let's say that you don't have a Gemini sign or a Sag sign or you're not a Pisces or a Virgo. Oh, trust me, in your chart, we have all 12 signs. And that's where the fires are lit. I use the word deliberately. That's where the rioting and the looting of your aura is trying to take place. So we've got to not be looters or let ourselves be drained by energy vampire people or energy vampire news and disinformation. We have to close those doors and we have to open the doors. Pisces is music and meditation. Hello. And, and like you said, high frequency music. Music is our preacher and our rabbi right now. The, the sound of the wind, the sound of the songbirds, that's Gemini, the, the moving of the trees, You know, Sagittarius, you know, looking at the clouds, you know, enjoying the soft rain, getting out in it. But the fires, it's a full moon in fire. The fires are lit in our mutable houses and planets that we have in the mutable signs. Then we go to, we switched to the water if it's compatible. When we get to the solstice point on June the 21st at zero Mm. degrees of cancer, that's a cardinal sign. It's a feminine cardinal sign that's ruled by the moon. This is the time for moon medicine. This is the time, even though it's a solar eclipse, this is the time that we, this is, now I'm going to tell you, I've got to tell you something I already saw psychically. Let me, this is important for people to hear. And you can go to a website called time 
and spell out the word timeanddate.com and it lets you know the path to visibility on eclipses. I I posted it on my Facebook pages of Cosmic Conditions. So this eclipse that we're coming into on the, the Sagittarius eclipse it's visible in South and Eastern Europe. Watch, watch these countries start coming to the news. Much of Asia, Africa, the northern part of Australia. So for six months now, remember, six months, June to November 30th, and the Pacific and Indian Oceans. I do feel like it's as if 2020 needed anything else, and I cancel this as I say it, and I'm so happy, so happy if this prognostication is wrong. Between now And going into the month of July, I see very active tropics. I see ocean anomalies. I feel volatility with the oceans, whether that's cruise ships or earthquakes underneath the ocean or or tsunamis. I'm I'm praying about that and meditating about that now because I'm feeling this. I'm feeling the the waters rise. You know, so that so that's coming. That would make sense to me only because look at how emotional the collective is right now. Mm -hmm. But the big piece of that is the Mars-Neptune thing. Mm -hmm. You know, Neptune dissolves things and the shadow side of Neptune or Poseidon and Neptune Poseidon rules the oceans. Mars is there now. Yeah. Mars is not into Aries. Mars is not into Aries. Yeah. Mars is not into Aries till June 29th. Okay. So although people tend to look at hurricane season being more active in September and October. Mm-hmm. No, I see the activity starting early this year because Mars is in his 12th house sign. Mars rules Aries, co-rules Scorpio. Mars is in Pisces. And so when a planet is in its sign before its power, that's its 12th house sign. So Mars is displaced. It's not happy. It stirs up emotions and craziness and addictions and too much drinking and too much mess and all this kind of stuff. And it's just, and like you said, feelings with absolutely no logic to them. Virgo's logic, Pisces is fantasy and dreams and just absolute like running around like the sky is falling. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. I mean, literally, they create it themselves and they're blind to it. So more There's than the anything, deception. it's so important for us to be aware of that Mars and Neptune in Pisces, Pisces being the most watery, deepest emotional aspect of the, of the astrology chart. And then you have its ruler planet Neptune in there with um, warrior Mars stirring stuff up. Like this is more than any time to really it's churning yep. of our emotions and what we're choosing from those emotions. But see, Neptune is strongest. Because Neptune yes. is in his home sign. Neptune rules Pisces. So we need to go to the mermaid, to the dolphin totems, to the medicine of meditation and music. Because Neptune is the siren song. Neptune is the mer people and fantasy and all the legends of the mermaids. And when the mermaids, like Disney did the movie with Mermaid Ariel, when the mermaids interacted and fell in love with the humans, with the legs, and they had the watery tail. So there's all that kind of like interspecies type of attraction and so right now we can learn from our aquatic environment totems so the the water birds the water creatures the 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 sending energy right now to the water elements because emotions when you look at the formula mystically of emotion it's energy set into motion Mm -hmm. it's the orbit of emotions energy Put into motion with intention is emotion. It's like the engine of our feelings. So when we get to this zero degrees cancer, solar eclipse, I love this eclipse. I've just got all kinds of great feels about this eclipse for people that choose to to dive deep, to your point, 
dive into the waters of consciousness, go underwater, go into your soul, go cleanse your chakras, do the high meditation frequency music, you know, just go out under the full moon, take your smartphone with you, put on some type of past life regression, listen to your favorite mystical teacher. If it's Deepak Chopra, do it. If it's Dolores Cannon, do it. If it's like your favorite meditation person, do it. Your favorite podcast that here's the key. The medicine is only listen to the sounds and the lectures and the podcasts of people that are deliberately wanting you to raise your vibrations, to uplift your consciousness, get away from that which is switching you down, draining you, get away from energy vampires, get away from anything that is too much of an addiction, be it drugs or alcohol or porn, get away from that. That's not lifting up your soul. It's not lifting up your soul. It's, it's an addiction, but you're chained materialistically to that. So when we go into the, to the summer solstice, now this one over the, in the Northern Hemisphere, I always have to say that because there's Southern Hemisphere listeners, I'm sure. This one at zero degrees of cancer, look at that in your star charts. Find where, like let's say you have planets at early degrees of cancer or 29 degrees of Gemini. That's still a conjunction. If you've got things in 29 degrees of Gemini, or compatible at 29 degrees of Pisces or Scorpio, or th those, those signs are very compatible with the water. So you look at that, you know, with an eclipse, you look at a tight orb, like between one and three or one and five degrees. And that's technical. I know most of the audience won't like that, but you've got some smart people that study. So the eclipse that comes up, when we get to this water eclipse, now this is the moon. So I'm going to strongly suggest that between the 19th, of, well, actually, Venus comes up to be the evening star around the 12th, 13th of June. That's a very powerful day for mystics and, and uh, meditation and yoga and really being able to let your energy come up and do some great medicine with yourself. And on that Saturday, June the 13th, to our point about Poseidon and Neptune, Mars will do its once every two years meeting up with Neptune and Pisces. So Mars will conjunct or meet face-to-face -face with Poseidon, Neptune, on Saturday the 13th. So we'll feel that opening up with the, and the moons in Pisces too. So we've got a really heavy Pisces, and I call that a resurrection energy, over the June 12th, 13th, 14th. We've got the rising up. Even though the sun's in Gemini at square, the Pisces energy, the resolve takes place. We've got a very powerful resolve that wants to arrive, very powerful healing medicine over June 12th. And 13th. That's very powerful. Then we'll have Mercury retrograde over the 17th and the 18th, and Mercury will retrograde in the sign of water. It'll retrograde in Cancer just prior to this Cancer eclipse. In astrology, it's never one thing. You know, you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's. So, and you start looking at the orbit. Now, what's being stirred in my chart? How, how is, forget the external for a minute. I've got the Cancerian and the Pisces planets are going to start to be activated in my chart. It's been the Gemini and the Sagittarius and the Pisces and the Gemini and the Sag has kind of been fighting with the Pisces. But now when I come to June 12th, 13th, 19th, and even though Mercury's going to retrograde in Pisces, it's just going to sweetly say to us, what have you learned? Look back to March. What have you learned since March? Take the best of all that you survived and all that you went through. And even though it was a Corona lockdown, what 
did you see about yourself that you had gotten complacent about? You had gotten complacent about that rent you pay or that mortgage that you pay, and, and maybe you were running out of your house all the time to go party or all the time to date or all the time to meet up at the bar or all the time to go hiking or all the time to go to work, and you never really were getting your home projects done or loving your home or seeing what needed to change, and you didn't like about your home or location or residence. Yeah. So when we get the mercury retrograde in cancer, it's like, look again, look deeper at the bounty and the beauty of what you're working to pay for anyway in your shelter, cancer, the crab, the turtle, look at your shelter with new eyes, get a new view. Here's here's that word again. Obvious, Mary. (laughs) Yep. Look at the perspective. Remember, instead of just all the usual buzzwords for Mercury retrograde, restore, redo, recalibrate, refresh, blah, blah, blah. Look at perspective. Get a fresh view on an old subject. Get a new look on an old issue. Mercury retrograde cycles, when you work with them, there's nothing better. There's nothing better if you say to yourself, how do I see that? How do I look at that? How do I believe about that now, given what I've gone through just since 2020 began? I like it. That's the key that unlocks you. That's mm-hmm. the key to where you don't become, I don't, I'm not victim to mercury retrogrades at all, at all. It used to be like, oh God, you know, 25 years ago when I was looking, oh God, here comes mercury retrograde. Okay, what elements it in? I was doing all this technical study stuff and it's just like, oh, I know what I need to do to shift in my consciousness. It's time for me to do how is my belief systems, how are my belief systems serving me well? What do I need to shift into next? So in one Mercury retrograde in 2005, I achieved my, Mercury, my Reiki mastership over the next five years. So I, I set the intention, because it happened to be in a Pisces thing, I'm going I'm to up, up my skills. I'm going to go focus on Reiki. I'm going to achieve all three levels of Reiki. I'm going to achieve that. I'm going to focus on that. And focus requires discipline. Mm-hmm. It requires the disciple to pay attention to the truth studies. And so many people, there's, there's a whole bunch of people out there that just thinks that, oh, if I like astrology, I'm an astrologer right away. I bought a book. I know astrology. I, I can read. I bought an Oracle deck. And it's like, have you done any kind of dedication with yourself with this? Do you cleanse your cards? Do you get in touch with your guides? Do you even focus on the, your favorite seraphim or archangel? Really? Do you cleanse your chakras? You know, so they get into trouble. They get into trouble with the the powers of darkness that are like, oh, good, look, it's an innocent lamb, and it doesn't know I'm watching it from the field. Oh, boy. And that medicine's out there. That medicine's out there. So by the time we get to July 4th, 5th, and we get to that Capricorn eclipse. Another eclipse right on, especially with everything that's going on in America right now, to have that happening on the July 4th, 5th, it's pretty powerful. Well, these are, these are, I keep hearing the old song by Paul Simon, the boy in the bubble. These are the days of miracle and wonder. These are the days, yeah, go play that on YouTube. Just go type in the boy in the bubble. It's off, it's off of his African album that he did. I'm pretty sure it was called Graceland. And he had the wonderful, he went to Africa and he actually got the African instruments and the perform. And he got really famous for it because nobody had really brought over African, true ethnic black African musicians. And it was just little Scorpio Paul Simon, little white guy, you know, from Simon and Garfunkel. And he just smashed it with Graceland. And he did all the, you know, the woman with, she's got diamonds on the soles of her shoes. But boy in the bubble, when you hear 
those words to that song, I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening right now. These are the days of miracle and wonder. This is the long distance call. You know, it's, it's incredible. It's just, it's incredible. And he has, it, it, and it shows fires and all kinds of stuff with the people. So that's going on. It, it's like got a, a reemergence and a recalibration, if you will. When we get to July 4th and 5th, that path of that eclipse is North South America and South Africa. So when we get to, now this one's right on the United States Ascendant, okay? But you look at the path of visibility of eclipses. That's that website, timeanddate.com. And you look at the parts of the world. You want to up your game with astronomy and astrology? You start watching the path of the eclipses. And they show you movable maps. You can actually watch the eclipse, and it shows you when it begins, when it's at maximum culmination, and when it's you know, past the eclipse phase. And you'll be a little bit of a sky wizard when you do that. But by the July 4th, 5th one, that one's 13 degrees of Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Now Mars has shifted into Aries. So now we're looking at the cardinal points and the signs we're really looking at when we get into the first part of July in your chart. Here's your heads up. Find where you have Aries. Find where you have Capricorn again in your chart. Because back at the beginning of this year, oh no, Mars was in Capricorn. He wasn't in his home sign of Aries. As of June 29th, Mars moves into its most powerful sign that it's been in for two whole years. It's called a Mars return in the, in the global solar aspect. Anybody that's an Aries, anybody that has an Aries ascendant, and especially anybody that was born with Mars and Aries, or it's polarity Libra. I, know, I, was, I was born, born with Mars and Aries and my, and my Venus is an Aries. Okay, so this is going to, okay, so now that you know this in advance, here's, yeah. the, here's the benefit Fill of astrology. Fill me in, Mary. Tell me what I got to know. Yeah. So Aries is known as the child. Aries is known as the baby or the child because Aries commences at the mystic's new year. The new year for the mystical, magical person is spring equinox, is that March 20th, 21st, okay? So that's when the zodiac, the Western zodiac, begins with its first sign. Aries is first. It's the ram. It's the ram. So the shofar, which is the horn made out of the ram's horn, sounds, and it's the announcement of the, the new turning of the wheel. So when Mars gets to the ram, when he gets to the first sign of the zodiac, everything that we're wanting to energize, everything that we're wanting to creatively promote and market, there is no better time then when Mars is in Aries, if you're not trying to just mow people down or stomp on them or steal from their creativity or try to take their idea and make it your own, if you play fair, when Mars is in Aries and you only seek win-win deals, and that may also mean, Nicole, that you have to set boundaries with people going, no, that was an idea that I came up with and I'm all about playing fair but no, I don't want my creativity control taken away from me. You know, So there may be some things that you need to start and branch out in addition to the people you love that you work with creatively. It, may, it certainly may be time that you do an ebook or that you do a different kind of a class or that you start appearing at bookstores or Starbucks or something and you want to like do boots on the ground, little kind of public speaking, not just online media. We all got locked down and we had to do Zooms and podcasts and all that. Maybe it's time that you go out there and do social enhancing. I like that. Yeah. Like some of the best things I did was I would, when I lived in Florida, is I would plan meditation retreats. They were on their own to find out where they wanted to stay. I didn't go to the motels and say, hey, will you give me a kit back? I said, oh, hell no, that's too much work. So I would just say, okay, I'm going to do a meditation in Where's Valley 
at the grist mill. This is what we're going to do. Y'all get your little hotel room somewhere in Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, Sevierville. Meet me at the at the Wares Valley Old Grist Mill at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a mountain meditation. So everybody so I, was on their own to be res- – yeah. I have so a quick question I, for you. I don't mean to interrupt okay. you, but it keeps coming into my mind, so I have to ask okay. Do you follow Q? Some of it I do. I have people that send it to me, which makes okay. it really easy for me. Sure. I, okay. I can't say that I'm up on the exact moment of it, but I'm monitoring it because I find it fascinating. Okay. And I want to, I, I'm wanting to make the, so far I'm finding that they have a lot of prognos, prognostic power. You know, it seems like that there's people fighting about Q and saying that it's, you know, it's false information and it's a spy yeah. op and an AI and all that kind of stuff. And people are playing with people. But then I, so I just look at the hard data, like what so, do they say is going to happen? Yeah. In, interestingly enough, they're calling like there's like um, a 10 week thing that we're being taken through. Right. And of okay. what's, where like things are going to kind of culminate. And I'm not saying like it's the end of everything and everything's going to be great right. at the end of the 10 weeks, but there's something culminating at the end of the 10 weeks. And the 10 weeks happens to be the week of July 4th, which, is this, which is this um, lunar eclipse. Capricorn. You have a lunar eclipse in Capricorn. Well, that, that resonates also because think about it. Most people don't connect this. It's very important to connect your moon phases. So it's a new moon solar eclipse at solstice. Okay, a new moon. New moons are when the moon is dark and she starts to increase in light. And it's grandmother moon. It's feminine. Yeah, that's right. It's drawing down the power of the moon. So the next full moon, which is that July 4th and 5th that you're talking about, that full moon brings to culmination what was the seeds of illumination back at the solstice new moon eclipse. Now, even though that eclipse seeds and reseeds again for six months. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this solar, this, this solar eclipse that we have at in the Northern hemisphere on, on June the 21st for us, you know, the, the longest day of light summer in the Southern hemisphere, the, the, they start their, their winter time. Okay. So for us, this indicates light is on the increase in our region of this planet, and it takes us all the way to Yuletide. So our next bridge for solar illumination is Yuletide, when we're coming into the opening up of Capricorn. So this, so there's two bridges there. So in yeah. one lunar month, one lunar people forget this. One lunar month is between. Like this full moon that opens up as we're talking now, this June 5th one, a lunar time is between new moon to new moon or full moon to full moon. So my eyebrows raised as we come into this Venus kissing the sun over June 3rd, the the full moon in Sagittarius, which is a Jupiter optimistic resolve lunar eclipse that's happening on June 5th. Venus, Mars, Neptune all get, get in a harmony kind of a dance when she comes up as our she comes up as our morning star on the 12th. By the 12th, 13th, she's as strong as she was as a morning star as she was when she kissed the face of the sun on June 3rd. I'm watching the mythology of that, Diana, Venus, Aphrodite. And then we have the solar eclipse. Well, this, the solar eclipse, summer solstice is a powerful, uh, one of the four powerful points in the turning of the wheel anyway. You know, spring equinox, autumn equinox, summer solstice, winter solstice. All these dates without eclipses have power. We're amplified when we've got an eclipse at solstice point or equinox point. And then we have, like you said, Mars is fueling Neptune. 
which is the water in the water world of our emotions and our feelings, our clairvoyance, our intuition. It's off the charts if we'll just pay attention to it. You can get any intuitive, psychic, mystical, oracle message right now, even more than astrology. Astrology is more yang. It's more wizard, magi, yang, masculine. Right now, if we'll just simply respect our guardian angels, our archangels, you know, if we do a pendulum or we do dream work and we actually take the time to get a legal size pad and a pen right there by a bed to, draw, to write down some of the images that we saw in our dreams, our guides will more than meet us halfway and give us very succinct answers right now because it's the mystical of it saying to us, my beautiful children, you are spirit experiencing an earth incarnation right now come to us we're your plug-in we want to help you don't be distracted by the horrors and the manipulations of the material world so again just to refresh before we finish the tarot cards temperance temperance balance seeking balance archangel michael the temperance number 14 card for this sagittarian eclipse of the june 4th 5th wax then we go to solstice that's the chariot that's the chariot. That's in Hebrew. That's the Merkabah. In the, in the sacred Torah and the Kabbalah, that's the Merkabah. That's the spirit light body when we come into the, to the solstice. So go online and read about what the chariot means, card number seven. Oh, how interesting. Card number seven, the mystic's number, and we're going into the next full moon eclipse in the seventh month of July. And that card, so woe to those people. Woe, I tell you right here as a prediction, woe to the people that are professional antagonists, woe to the people that are deliberately evildoers and destroying innocent businesses and looting and all that because the shadow side of the July 4th, 5th eclipse in Capricorn goes back to that once hasn't happened for 746 years, Capricorn stellium. This is the lunar eclipse that lights that up. So those of you that have been greedy and evil and abusive and divisive and horrible to innocent men, women, children, and animals, whether you're governmental or you're a person in the street, your comeuppance and the karma, remember karma has no deadline and karma knows everybody's address, delivers the search warrants. Yeah, the arrest warrants and the search warrants and what you thought you got away with when you hurt that child or you hurt that elderly person or you killed that cop all the time saying police brutality, cops shouldn't be paid, and yet you go shoot an African-American cop that was just defending a business and you kill him and you just move right past that and laugh as he dies? Yeah, okay, good luck, because this Scorpio is going to enjoy reading about the karmic come down. My goodness, Mary, you are giving this like you it's almost like you're turning on the freedom fighter and with like I'm getting turned on from that freedom fighter kind yep. of like yep. that makes so much sense. That makes so yep. much sense. The, wow. the precious I always pray so I don't get it caught up in any media crap or internet crap or disinformation. I am a bottom line Halloween mystic. I pray for the innocent. So I pray for those that were violated and abused and hurt and everybody that thinks they secretly abused that child or they secretly raped that man or that woman or they secretly killed that animal or they were cruel over here or all that. I'm the one, yep, I'm the one that knows and enjoys the deliverance of the karmic boomerang that's coming. And July 4th, that's one of them. 
Ooh, Here it the comes. karmic boomerang. I love That's it. That's what it is. It's coming back. It's coming back. And the innocent people that had their business burned or that poor, innocent, beautiful man that had retired as a policeman, that black man that they killed in cold blood and laughed and let and Instagrammed his death. I won't even watch it. I, I call for the praise of his soul and his family and his tribe, as well as Mr. George Floyd. You know, it's like here's two complete opposite spectrums. They bitch about police brutality and they went and they shot and killed that person. That cop that was like, a, a black man. So, it, you just you just have no leg to stand on after that, you know? Like it's so sad. Oh, oh so no, sad. there's no there's called a karmic boomerang that's going to rip the rug right out from under your feet. Because violence begets violence and vitriol is a vampire. Vitriol and violence, what they don't see is it's the dark force, it's the devil card, it's the materialism card of Capricorn. And, and Saturn, and I mean no insult to Capricorn natives or Capricorn risings, they'll say to me, I hate my tarot card. My tarot card is the devil or materialism. I said, yeah, well, Scorpio's is death. Top that. <laughs> Top it. You know, so it's like, you know, hey, death rides in. The, de- the devil is also the ego, the shadow side, and our greatest... Materialism. Our greatest lessons and, and healing come through that place. So without By it, dealing with... Yep. Yeah. If we if we don't get unhooked internally from that which has us caged, it's why the tarot card of the devil in the Rider Waite deck, he has the, the human male and female unclothed chained. They are chained to the devil. And the lover's card, it's the same man and woman, but they're not they're they have Archangel Raphael mm-hmm. above them. Yeah. You know, when you look at the similarity of that. So we're the ones that we, got, we have been given divine will. We have free will by the graces of the divine source, by God, whatever, your, your divine Lord, whatever you want to call it. We have free will on earth. But that we also are taught in all of these cross-cultural teachings, you are responsible for what you choose to be into, light or dark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. And these three eclipses, the, if I give you one parting message, mm-hmm. these three eclipses are going to be either your anchor of light or you're going to drown in your darkness and i'm okay with it Mm. i love that that is a good message (laughs) to keep at the forefront of the mind going through the next five weeks absolutely it's like i say to people before you put your big toe in the water think very quickly think you know and feel actually feel is this really is this really what you want to become in sync with? Is this really good for your soul? Is it good for your heart? Only win-win deals are going to prosper now. Only win-win vibrations are going to be able to come back and have their economy restored and their creative businesses flourish. It's, it's, there's going to, you're going to see the collapsing of the evildoers and the darkness that have been getting away with it for a long time. So again, the pedophilia the, the Hollywood people that have been so used to being able to have those kind of music and rock and celebrity parties and they have all the nastiness going on at their islands and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and, the, and the, you know, the Epsteins and the Weinsteins and all that. It's just like, nighty night. Nighty night. Glenda the Good Witch is coming in. You know what? The word deliverance has been coming up into my mind more yep. than ever over the last week. And 
So I love that you were just saying that earlier about this, you know, final eclipse in lunar Capricorn eclipse in July. It's, ecl it's, it's special delivery eclipse. It's special delivery. You know, there's, you know, there's special delivery is always, you know, a, a message that's coming in with an impact, like in the early Harry Potter movies, when the beautiful owls all came flying in to Hogwarts and it was the mail and the messages either from home or whatever. And the, the, owl, the letter just levitated in the air and became audio, you know, and it was like just whether it was screaming at, you know, Harry's friends or whatever, but it was like, it was so magical to watch the owls, the wise owl medicine come flying in the Hogwarts with the mail. It was mail time and you know, all the students were kind of looking and there was the magical letter just, you know, talking to the students, you know, so, so it's, and it's like the right now with Gemini and Venus retrograde, part of what that message is, Gemini is casting, broad casting casting forth energies by the words out of your mouth. We were wearing masks and now we have our mouths out again. And these people that are in the streets, they've still got their mask on and there's like screaming, you know, and, and then I hear on one side of it, well, the reasons the churches didn't open up is because, you know, a lot of those churches, they sing. And when they sing or they affirm or they yell phrases, then the moisture droplets of the Corona Rona, virus it has more of a spew it has more of a distance that it can travel and i'm thinking really how about these rioters in the street that are screaming and spitting and doing all kinds of things what happened to your social distancing quarantining really yeah so it, it's a it's a it's a it's chaotic yeah. bs yeah it's what it is it's cat but now is the time with the gemini and i'll and i'll give you it, the reason there's a reason why it's called it used to be called the World Wide Web, and it's called television, like telepathic. So that smart device is going to let your eyes get locked, addicted, and you're scrolling and you're looking, but it's going to tell you what vision it wants you to hold on to. And that's why it's called your satellite. If you still got satellite TV, it'll say, uh, uh, wait a few seconds. We're downloading your programming yeah, I know. <laughs> guide. So they actually use the word guide. So it's, it's television, your guides, it's your programming guides. So these, this Mars Pisces, Neptune Pisces, the Capricorn caravan parade of January, it didn't go away in January. It hadn't happened for 746 years. So it takes us back. If you believe in reincarnation, it's been our incarnations way back to there. Okay. You know, like, Think about, go look in your, on your internet, go weave into what was going on 745, 746 years ago. Okay. So if you had a past life, if you had an ancestral tie to that country or that situation, it was probably Europe or it's probably the Middle East, you know, when you think about how old America is, you know, go back 740, 750 years ago, go back 700 years, just go back 700 years. And, and see what comes up. What were the main things going on in the world 700 or 740 years ago? Just go back and look at that and see if anything grabs you. And let me give you another little recipe formula. Look at what stars, what stars are involved in the constellation of the sign of cancer, the crab. Go look at those stars and then you can go on the internet and there'll just be a certain group of stars that are in the constellation of cancer, the crab. And go look at and type in the myth and the story and the legend of those stars. Like Gemini has Castor and Pollux, mm -hmm. but there's also another set of twins that most people don't study when you do astronomy that was also involved with the Titans. There was a pair of female twins, too. 
Yeah. So most people just know about Castor and Pollock. So we're still in Gemini until summer solstice. So you can still go study the constellations in the sign of Gemini. And man, is there a whole nother mystical, intuitive, energetic level that happens when you study the actual constellations that the ancients, the Magi, assigned to each one of those zodiac signs in the belt, in the, zodiac, in the zodiacal belt. Oh, well, you were just a wealth it's of incredible. information, always. I know I'm going <laughs> to go Thank you, honey. It. I want to know. Absolutely. And well, it, it free, all of that frees us up, Nicole. All of that frees us up, and it makes us all as light workers, as healers, as holistic mystics. It allows us to give a full-bodied analysis to someone that's looking at your YouTube channel wanting to have a, a life coaching session or a soul freeing session with you through astrology or tarot or Oracle. And you as that agent of caring and compassion, compassion and action. Here's Nicole wanting to go out there and like, okay, of all the 12 signs, I really need you to put on your listening ears right now, Gemini, Sag, Virgo, Pisces. I'm really here mainly for you. I'm not kicking anybody else to the curb, but oh my gosh, these are the signs. Mm. These are the signs. Then you're helping. They're at the forefront. So right now we're supposed to be focusing on those four signs in our chart and those four signs as rising signs and sun signs so we can help them. It's like they're in the spotlight. So let's prioritize that in our charts and them uh, that we're teaching and that we're trying to help get unstuck because they're more twisted right now. They've got more knots than anybody else. And if we want to have clues to our own psychic, psychological, emotional knots, go find those four houses in your chart. Doesn't matter whether you have planets there or not, those signs, it only adds impact to it if you have planets in Gemini, Virgo, Sag, or Pisces. But those houses are being activated right now, and then it's going to shift. It's going to shift by solstice, and at the end of June, it's going to shift to the Aries Capricorn dance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now you, Nicole, knows that in advance. Anybody that hears Enlighten Up is going to know that. And this is the advantage when you spend several decades in this stuff. This is what makes my heart feel good, Mm -hmm. that I can come out there and say, I got a couple of formulas for you. I got a couple of signs and wonders recipes for you. I'm hoping it can help you. I'm hoping you can bypass 10 or 20 years of study. And let me just help you cut to the chase. I love it. Yeah. Let me help you get there quicker. Let me help you get there quicker because I have had the boots on the ground for 35 years. I did the work. I did it. And I would be happy to interpret it in such a way that you don't have to get all bogged down and complicated. Like what's a square and what's a sextile. And oh my God, I got to study Neptune and what's all the signs it's favored in and the signs it's weakened, blah, blah, blah. Let's just get to the formula. (laughs) Let's well, get to you've the meat given and us potatoes. a lot of information today, Mary. Like, um, thank we you, are honey. So well My pleasure. Going into this eclipse season, and I can't thank you enough for all of My pleasure. your wisdom, My pleasure. your seeing abilities, and um, your connections. And you know what, Nicole? You know what, honey? That karmic boomerang you and I spoke about. Yeah. It also it'll also give light workers and people of a rich, generous heart. That karmic boomerang also comes back to us. And I can say that about myself because I know what a giver I am of my time and how many pro bono things I do and how I tie. So that karmic boomerang is going to come back and go, thank you. Thank you for caring. Thank you for what you did that nobody else saw. Really, all the stuff that you do here, 
here's your little starship coming back. Instead of a boomerang, it comes, boomerangs aren't evil things, you know, but it's going to bring back to you all that you've been given out. So let's all as light workers and visionaries and, and empaths and, and life coaches and people that want the richness of our soul, let's not give up on how beautiful a human incarnation is. Why do you think some of the aliens want to abduct the human parts? Why do you think the demons want to attack the human lifetime? Because we are a rarefied combination of spirit walking this world in a temple. That's what we are. Don't lose your power. Don't lose your power. No, talked about that recently on a podcast on how empowered human, the human race actually is, how much power we have within our DNA and Yep. That's why we're trying to be controlled. So wake it up, take it up, and shake rise it up. up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Rise up. Resurrect yourself while you're sitting right in your body. Rise up. Yep. And, you know, simply become the best version of yourself. Every day, give thanks for, I give thanks for becoming an even better version of myself. Amen. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Mary, tell uh, my audience who's watching, for those who aren't, who are new to the show, where they can find you, find more information about you or connect with you. They'd like to get in touch with you and get a reading. Thank you so much, Nicole. My pleasure. It's MaryDucina.com. D is in divine. U, S is in soul. I, N is in now. A, MaryDucina.com. So it's with an S, even though it sounds like a C. On Facebook, it's Cosmic Conditions. And you can hear me once a month at the new moon, very close to the new moon show, you know, we do a new moon show where I do astrological analysis. And I also let the live audience call in and be able to get an Oracle card. And that's with host Joe Roop done it for a year and a half on lightingthevoid.com. So I'm there for you live late at night, you know, with that the cosmic conditions show. But if you go to the website or you go to cosmic conditions, you'll find out about that. And I honor Joe and I honor Nicole and all of us joining together to be able to be that movable feast of light and love in these epic historical times of our life. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much. We're going to have you back on hopefully in a few months, right before thank you, honey. the elections. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, my pleasure, sweetheart. Bless everybody. May light and love literally breathe you. Yes. And so thank you so much, Mary. And thank you to the audience. I love having you here every week. Um, please uh, comment below. Like if you've got any insight into this eclipse season, we'd love to hear from you and take all of the wonderful wisdom that Mary has imparted on all of us today, apply it to yourself so that you can be ready to take advantage of everything that's aligning for us right now. Cause if there's a karmic boomerang coming your way, that's in good, in good position, have your arms mm-hmm. open to receive it. Guys, I love you so much. We'll be back with you next week. Bye. Thank you all for joining our show. We appreciate you tuning in and supporting us. If any of you have any questions you would like answered on the show or any guests that you would like to hear on our show, please email that information to us at info at enlightenup.us or send us a voice message using the Anchor app. There's a super cool feature on there that allows you to send us a message or ask us a question with a touch of a button right from the app. And please continue to support us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you haven't checked out Nicole's channel on YouTube yet, head on over there for some more insight from her, or you can visit her website, inflexibleme.com, where you can book a personal coaching session or a tarot reading, watch some of her most informative videos, or you can sign up for her newsletter. 
And if you're interested in some light language healing, head to my YouTube channel, lisaloveslove.com, or send me an email to lisa at lisaloveslove.com to inquire about your own personal reading. Thank you again for joining us and supporting us, and we'll be back with you all next week.